Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears, first episode of 2021. Um, today we are joined with Social Street. How are you guys? Hey, yeah, we're good, pretty good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No worries. Um, so first things first, how did you guys like come together as a duo? Bit new. Well, yeah, we met briefly at a party it like I think it was a friend's 18th mm. and um we had spoken a little bit that night and I was like yeah he seems all right and then <laughs> he came up on my um, Instagram and I stalked him obviously as he would and um I discovered that he was a really talented guitarist so I immediately like sent him this really creepy like hi do you want to jam with me <laughs> and um I forced him to have a jam but then luckily it worked out mm. oh sweet so did you find you guys like kind of had similar music tastes or did you have kind of different ones no yeah we pretty much have we identical when i was stalking him on instagram i was every single song he covered i was like <laughs> that's a good one i'm pretty sure like, the first time he bonded over was like daniel Caesar. i was like mm. That's like the first cover we did together as well. It was like our favourite artist at the time. Yeah. Was Daniel Caesar, definitely, so. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, Did you kind of, kind of start putting your tracks out on like SoundCloud first? Yeah, so we were doing this throughout maybe the first year we were kind of gigging and just getting our live show kind of, you know, getting all that experience in the first year. But then... Mm. Last year, obviously, with the lockdown and that, we started writing songs for people um, just based on whatever topic they wanted to give us, if they wanted us to write a song for, like, their anniversaries or whatever. We would just do that and pop it up on SoundCloud. So, yeah, that's how we kind of oh, got so the Writing for other people. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's kind of like we were at... Um... It was like a day before the first lockdown, I think. We had like a wedding gig because we just started to get gigs for the start of the year and it was going really well. And then um, yeah, we had that wedding gig and we found that the lockdown was about to happen like a day after. And it was like between a break, Grace was like, no, we should do, we should try and like um, like start off by doing like like little jingles for other people and stuff, just like post it on Insta. And yeah, it kind of worked out. We did a fair few, didn't we? Yeah. Maybe 10, I think. People wanted us to do like, yeah, intros for their YouTube channels mm. and just little things Sorry. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any did you have any personal favorite commissions that you got to that you got to do? We had um well we actually we did a wedding gig a few weeks back and that couple we actually wrote them the one of them got in contact with us and wanted gave us all this information about their like love story. And was like, can you guys write this into a song? So we did, and wow. um, we got to play that at their wedding, which was so cute. Oh wow! Oh, that yeah. is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Really it was cute. adorable. Yeah. So, how do you guys go about writing? Like, what's your writing process like? It's kind of a bit different every time. Like, mm. either he will like come to me with a a riff or a few chords or I'll come to him with lyrics or vice versa and um then yeah we just kind of build on it it every song that we do is really collaborative I feel like like it's mm. not like one of us writes and then you know 
um, yeah. Yeah. we do it that way. I feel like it's really, yeah, cohesive in the way we mm. work together. I think with um with that song we did for the wedding that it's we call it like this country sky thing. Mm. Um, that was like right after lockdown and ended. I think actually like the yeah. first lockdown and ended. So I went over to Grace's house and it was like this writing session we had. We had to record because this the lady commissioned us to record like it was like eleven songs or something. It was, yeah. it was like a lot of work. It was like an album's worth of songs. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to, we, had to, we had to record it. I had like all the guitar parts before, and I bought my laptop over to Grace's house. We had to record them all in like a night. So we we're like stressing out. I had to write. <laughs> we had to write one of these songs as well. Yeah. And then we we're like, yeah. So that was like. We have a lot of different ways to write songs because that's when we just came with on the spot. We like yeah. just put these lyrics on a page and just try and make them all like, and just like, literally just put chords to it. But yeah, yeah luckily well, they liked it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's the most random thing, right? Like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. And so then, so you released your own song like this year, this year, yeah, 2021. Yeah. How, yeah. what's that song about? How did you guys, did you guys have that ready last year and decide to release it this year or what was the whole go mm. with that? Yeah, well, I think um, I like started off with that one. I had, cause it was like, um, I'm studying music at uni as well. And one of the things I had to do was kind of like um, come up with a song to like, as like my last assessment for the year. And I was on my way to like halfway writing this song and I was trying to do it like by myself, trying to like, you know, make it more like something I do by myself. But I got halfway through, I'm like, nah. I think I should probably just ask Grace if we can do this one together because we're just like me, in the teamwork, you know. <laughs> so yeah, we got like halfway. It was mainly going to be about, um, it is about like the main idea is kind of just throughout lockdown and stuff like that. Um, like, you know, being like split apart from people that you care about, you know, things like that. Because at least for me, because um, I live all the way down in Mentone, like southeast suburbs and um, my girlfriend lives on the other side of the city in Sunshine. So it's kind of like, a good hour and a half distance and um oh. yes <laughs> i don't drive either so it's really easy to get there it's really fun so it's just good times um, oh my god but um and throughout lockdown my pa was living with us my granddad and he was um he's not like he wasn't well so i couldn't like leave the house and risk it so i basically couldn't see my girlfriend for a good like three and a half months so that's like kind of like the reason i wrote like the start of the song was like you know hopefully we can see each other soon it's kind of like but it also extends to kind of it's like a big idea of just wanting to see people that you cared about, you know, through that whole mm-hmm. lockdown where we just couldn't see people that mattered to us. Yeah. That's kind of where it came from, I think, definitely, yeah. yeah. I think that was such a common feeling for a lot of people throughout the lockdown, especially in Melbourne. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and it's got 100%. a really cool, like, funky Tom Mish vibe kind of going oh. on. <laughs> Tom Mish is like, like my favourite <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so sick um would you say like that's kind of one of your influences most 100%. definitely yeah <laughs> Tom Mish like 24 7 I love him <laughs> he's so good um so are you guys like both into that funky kind of jazz almost thing and you mm. kind of like doing that with your music yeah I think yeah. definitely we kind of it, yeah when we as we said when we first started jamming together it was a lot of Daniel Caesar and like Leon Bridges and that kind of um those kind of yeah artists we were really heavily influenced by and then we kind of we even went back a little deeper like we been influenced a lot by D'Angelo and like Lauren Hill and um yeah kind of those 90s neo soul 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what it is like? I yeah. Have a on my Spotify, it's literally just called "Sexy," and it's just sexy. Literally, literally what it is? It's like Tom Rich and D'Angelo and freaking. Yeah. It's like that's exactly yeah. the freaking genre. Exactly, and exactly. that's yeah. That's where we. Yeah. That's where we. Um, yeah. <laughs> Get our inspiration from. So. What does that say about us? <laughs> um, and, and so you guys like do you cover those songs at like your gigs as well or do you cover kind of like other songs what's your what are your go-tos we always like for our little like cafe restaurant gigs we always do yeah those kind of you know Daniel Caesar Leon Bridges but we also like to um like we always kind of look at like a song whatever that people might be listening to at that time and we kind of turn it into our mm. own we really love this group called scary pockets mm. and um they what they do they take like pop songs from like any era and just make it so like current and so funky and like songs that you wouldn't expect to kind of like you end up loving because this group just makes them so um yeah so funky and we kind of aim to do that a little bit as well with yeah with our yeah. covers and that yeah that's sweet um and you guys so you've had some weird gigs weddings and cafes and all that <laughs> jazz. but you've been actually doing some gigs lately at like workers club and all mm -hmm. that how have you found that compared to like you know the other gigs that you've played and especially like 2020 like before COVID mm. gigs compared mm. to now sort of thing? I think that um, because we were like just like strictly a duo before um, before COVID and stuff like that, it was um, it was all of like our goal to like make it into a band. Like 2020 was going to be our year to like build a band and like get some stuff happening and then we obviously didn't get to do any of that. <laughs> but yeah, that was still kind of our goal, like coming into, like coming out of like lockdown and stuff. And um, it was pretty hectic. That gig that we got at Workers was kind of like, we hadn't had a band together at all, um, but um, Grace, did you email them? Yeah, we yeah, literally we just... had like a month to get a band, rehearse, like, you know, mm. get people down, like do advertise for the gig and all that stuff. And we'd never done like anything on that, even though it wasn't like a massive show, mm. we mm. Um, hadn't done anything on that, on that scale kind of before. So it was a very quick <laughs> throw very us in a deep end yeah. lesson. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely. yeah, it, it turned out well, I reckon. It was so gonna be a finding the band and shit. Well, um, so like I said, I, I do um, I study music at uni, so I've got like quite a few mates and stuff that play things like that. Um, also mates that I went to high school with, and also that I played music with. So we kind of just felt out all our connections and saw who would kind of work, and we ended up being a really cool band. Like yeah, we're really school. lucky. We yeah, fit all these amazing, funky, talented funny. people into our own little puzzle, which is great. But it was gonna be, um, cause that, like when we first got the offer for the Workers Club gig, it was gonna be like 40 people. Yeah, it was gonna be like seated, like, seated like, event, like a dinner um, and a show yeah. type thing. Yeah, we were like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up yeah. being able to sell like a hundred tickets for each gig. It was what yeah. they wanted to get up to. So actually I'm not being- And really didn't you like sell it out? Yeah. We sold that, yeah. We, I think yeah, we got lucky because we awesome. sold that the first night. Yeah. And then because it was like on 40 tickets back then, we technically sold out on 40. They're like, okay, we'll give you a second night the night after. 
and then I got to 100. We ended up selling it out both nights at 100, so it was actually, yeah, yes, yeah, we weren't expecting really well. to. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> um, really good. Have any like upcoming gigs? So, on the 26th of February, we're at the ESPY in the Gershwin room, Sweet. which is really exciting, and yeah. um, yeah, that one's gonna be a fair bit bigger than the what the workers was, but um. Yeah, we're excited for that one. And we've got like a few little, you know, more cafes and stuff as well, mm. which is always good to tide us over until the the yeah. big boys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, do you have any like big plans for 2021? Have you got any new songs coming or a potential like EP or out? Like what are your plans? Yeah, definitely planning yeah. on releasing an EP in the near future. Mm. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of songs banked up that we want to um, get out there. Mm. And, um, yeah, we're really excited for that. And that's, that's, that's like what we, like, what it all comes back to is just like writing and getting our original music out there and hoping that people like it enough yeah. to keep coming to our shows. So, yeah. Yeah, well, your new song's so sick. Like, I mm. actually... Thank you. All Thank the time, you. it's awesome, and I love the vibe because it's so different. It's different. Like you don't see a lot of like Melbourne bands with such like funk music anymore. Mm. Like it's usually very like Aussie-based kind of stuff, which is really cool. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah, really appreciate that. No worries. Well. Um, we'll do a little bit of a beers and cheers to finish this <laughs> off. Liam, this one's finished it. He's finished the drink. <laughs> cheers, guys. Thank you cheers. so much. <laughs> um, and everybody go check out their gig if you're in Melbourne. Um, and yeah. their new song. It's actually really cool. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you, guys. Awesome.